What's good, Wizards fans? It's your hosts, the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott. Today we are going to react to Wes Unsell Jr.'s uh, media press conference opening up for a training camp. And is it a problem if Bilal plays in the G League this year? Let's get started. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Just want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Here today with my guy Brandon Scott, myself, the real Ed Oliver. Today we're going to react to Wes Unsell Jr.'s press conference. Uh, on Twitter, a lot of people are going crazy <laughs> over a quote from Wes Unsell Jr. So I'm going to read that one first. We're going to get to the uh, biggest quote that stood out from the day. Um, if you are familiar with Twitter slash X, um, this is from B. John Todd or B. Hon Todd. Uh, he works for Monumental Sports Network, formerly NBC Sports Washington. He uh, put out a tweet saying that uh, West Hansel Jr. on Bilal Kolobali playing for the Wizards versus the Go-Go. This question was asked by Candace Buckner. Uh, and uh, West Hansel Jr. went on to say, uh, quote, it'll be both. All of our guys will have the opportunity. So that was a question about if, if, if Bilal will play in a Go-Go or play for the regular team. Uh, then Wes ends his statement by saying, quote, at some point you're going to need the young guys to contribute, end quote. So uh, a lot of people were up in arms about his answer, saying that Blau possibly would – that not possibly. He said that Blau will be play, will be doing both, playing in the G League and playing for the regular team. Uh, what was your initial reaction from the question? And it did it – I mean, from Wes Unsell Jr.'s answer. And uh, did it give you any concerns – about uh, what what his plan is for the upcoming season for Bilal Kulabali. Um, upon reading it, man, I wasn't too concerned because I kind of figured that if you look at the how the roster is structured, these veteran contracts, man, <laughs> they hold a couple people back. You know, Johnny Davis. What do they do with Johnny? Um, you know, so the thing about Bilal, um, can they, depending on how they set up the depth chart, could they get him minutes? Yeah. Are they going to be significant? Probably not. Um, you, you know, obviously, you know, Shemet's going to get a lot of minutes. Ganonari's going to get a lot of minutes. You'll see what they got in DeLon. You'll see if Tyus is really that guy at point. Uh, so it's going to be all about trying to boost the value of these veteran expiring deals. So my thing is this. If he's not going to get significant minutes, let him get significant minutes with the go-go. Let him get his confidence up. Because here's the thing. Look, people have short memory when it comes to Johnny Davis, man. The big, what's the biggest thing with him is that he came out the gate, he struggled. And then his confidence hit rock bottom. So, and then he went to the go-go, got his confidence back. So, you know, you throw Bilal out there. Well, look, we know Bilal, you know, he has some work to do. Defensively, he's there. You know, what we saw in Summer League, and I get his Summer League, but Summer League showed that, look, he, is a, he has the potential to be an all-NBA defender. I mean, he could defend. I mean, chasing down block, I'm, come on. So, but offensively, he's got work, and that's where they can work with him at the capacity go-go. They can work on a fast release because um, they work with Johnny. Um, Johnny, his shooting got better, but his shot got uglier. I don't know how that works out, but it did. <laughs> um, but they're definitely going to get him right. And so I think that if he's not going to get significant minutes, why not? You know, at least he can put 25, 30, maybe 35 minutes a night with the go-go, get his confidence up. And then when it's time after the deadline or if injuries happen and they bring him up, then let him get acclimated to the speed and then let him go from there. So I think 
I'm not tripping too much. Now, obviously, when you you know when you're looking at your first round pick, especially a pick that you traded up for, um, you want him to have an immediate impact. But it, you know, I really take true what they said about development. They're you know, trying to develop him right, and he definitely needs to be developed. So, you know, they're going to take the slow, <laughs> the slow approach with this. They're really going to re. They're trying to rebuild right, take their time. So, looking at this timeline, what they're trying to do, I don't have a problem with it. Right, yeah. I mean, I, I get why a lot of the fan base is frustrated because you want to see your young guy hit the ground running. You want to see him play, yeah. especially on a team that that is projected not to win many games. We know we're a rebuilding team. You want to you want the young guys to get all the playing time that they can get with the regular team. But it, it's going to be a slow developmental process. And Will Dawkins said they're not going to take shortcuts. So you don't want to take any shortcuts with with Bilal. Um, you brought up the summary. We saw some good things and we saw some bad things. We, it was a roller coaster ride for Bilal. I mean, the ball handling. His, his, you know, he dribbles the ball really high. He got the ball taken from him in the Pacers game. Jarish yeah. Walker ripped him, and he lost the ball a few times. Uh, but he got better as he went along. The shot has a long way to go. The three-point shot has a long, long way to go. He hit one three finally, like in the last one of the last games of the summer league. Uh, definitely has to get stronger in the weight room. But defensively, yeah, I think he he definitely can contribute. The, the chase down blocks, the steals, uh, the, his long arms, the wingspan, all that. The athleticism is there. Finishing in transition is there. Had a, had a couple of N1s as well. Uh, but, yeah, he, he just had an up-and-down summer league. You don't want to base everything off summer league, but I, I think there's definitely room for him to develop. And him playing the G League is not a bad thing. They they I remember they said they sized up, and that was Tommy who said that. They sized up Corey Kisper for a G League jersey, and then he ended up playing. So it could happen with Blau. Maybe they, they size him up for a G League jersey, but he ends up playing. But – the thing is, we do have a lot of veterans on this team. You heard him talk about Gallinari, and Gallinari played with uh, West. He was West coach Gallinari with the Nuggets. He has yeah. uh, Gallinari has a connection with Michael Winger. He has a connection with Will Dawkins at OKC. Uh, he basically Travis Schlank with the with the Hawks. Yeah. So Gallinari is going to play, man. And West said that Gallinari, you, you can play him as a stretch five at the four and the five. So he's going to play. We don't have a lot of bigs anyway, so he probably is going to be playing the five. But you look at the depth chart too, man. Playing time is going to be tough. I mean, before the yeah. trade deadline, before they trade all these veterans, you know, Shemet is going to get playing time. Yeah. Uh, of course, Denny's got to play get playing time. They got to see what they want to do with his contract and see if he's going to get a, uh, another contract after his rookie deal is up. But yeah, if, if Denny starts, Corey's behind him at the small forward. You got Jordan pulled the shooting guard. Landry Shemet is that shooting guard. Then at the four, you got Kyle Kuzma and Gallinari is the backup four, and Gaffer's the starting center. And Muscala is the backup five. So any 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 depth chart that I'm looking at right now, honestly, Bilal is a third string guy. He's a third string shooting guard or a third yeah. string small forward, or he's a third string uh, power forward. So uh, and West is trying to win, man. And I brought up many times Anthony Gill. He's one of West's favorites. He, yeah. he will he'll play he will play any veteran over a young guy. He played Anthony Gill over Rui. He played Anthony Gill over Denny. He's played Anthony Gill over numerous young guys that we rather have seen get playing time. And Wes is he's a guy that's fighting for his job. He just saw a coaching staff overhaul, which I don't know how much control he had over that decision, bringing in uh Vanderpool, Brian Keith. Wes knows that, you know, he 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 wants to win. You know, he's he's probably right now looking at wins over development. And that's where I think they made a mistake with keeping him. And that might have not been their decision. That probably was Ted Leonce's decision. But they should have started fresh. But yeah, it's a business. I get they want to showcase some guys like Shamed, Gallo, DeMond Wright, whoever, Muscala, all these veterans, they're gonna play a lot. And uh whether we like it or not, a lot of these veterans are gonna play. But I think for for Blau's development, he has a lot of things to work on. If he's only yeah. gonna get 10 minutes a game, 
yeah. then let him play about 30 minutes in the G League. He doesn't have to play 10, 20 games in the G League, but maybe he can get his feet wet in the G League, get his confidence up, put up 25, five blocks, three yeah. steals, eight boards. I could see him doing something like that in the G League. Just let him show out. And I was looking at guys from last year that played in the G League. There was a lot of rookies, that, a lot of good rookies that played in the G League. Uh, Usman Jang played in the G League. Yeah. Uh, Dalen Terry, he didn't have a good year, but he, he played in the G League. Uh, Malachi Brandon for the Spurs played in the G League. Uh, Johnny Johnny Davis played in the G League. He played 18 games in the G League. He didn't. I mean, he had an up and down rookie year. Mark Williams from the Hornets, he had a couple double doubles. He ended up having a good rookie season. He played in the G League. So a, a lot of guys played in the G League last year. Ochai Baji played in the G League. So that's my yeah. point: is that it's not the end of the world if if um, if Bilal plays in the G League. So I wouldn't panic if he plays in the G League. Yes, it's not a it's not a sexy thing for your rookie to play in the G league, but it's a developmental process. And I'm not, and I'm not surprised at all. I'm just not surprised. It, it, it's a, it's a, it's a murky roster. It's a, it's a kind of jumbled up log jam in some spots at the roster. So the roster is jumbled up right now and they, they definitely need a consolidation trade and it's, it's not going to happen until February. And that's yeah. the unfortunate thing about it. So you're really going to wait to the trade deadline to really see some guys play because I would I rather see Pat Baldwin play than some of the, yeah. some of the veterans to be honest. I rather see Ryan Rollins play than some of the veterans, but they're just not going to get that opportunity because you got so many guys on a roster. So it's going to be a weird season. This is Will Dawkins and Travis Link and and Michael Winger's first season, so it's it's it's, it's, not, it's going to be a weird season. But they they definitely have to keep that first round pick. I'll say that. Because uh, they got to, they got to be. It's top twelve protected, so they got to be the uh, at least. And I think they will have a, a a record bad enough to get that pick. But yeah, I'm I'm going on on a tangent, so it's definitely got people riled up. I understand, yeah. but it's a developmental process, and I think I think a few games in, a, in I think a few G League games would actually help them. I actually think they would help them. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that you know I don't I get why they might be upset. You know, especially if you look at the draft position and the fact we traded up for them. But I mean, confidence is the name of the game for a young guy, man. And look, that's part of development. You want you want his mind to be right. So I think mm-hmm. that him playing in the G League, like you said, thirty plus minutes, get some good games down there. It should do a lot of help for the young guy, man. So mm-hmm. I'm with it. Yeah, and weight room, weight room, weight, weight room, weight room. He needs to get in the weight room. He needs to get stronger. Will Dawkins talked about nutrition in the previous press conference. And one thing I will say, uh, another thing too, is that the G League program has done a good job. Jordan Goodwin, yeah. Has looked yeah. good in the G League. Uh, we even had we had I want to say we had Gary Payton the second who left of yep. course. Uh, he was in the G League program. Uh, there's a couple other guys that have have played well in the G League. That uh, Quentin uh, Jackson, even though Quentin Jackson didn't work out in the summer league, yeah. he did look good at the end of the year. He had some good games. So we've had a couple guys that have uh, played pretty well in our in our G League development de- developmental team. Well, yeah. Right, yeah. So we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna get on to some West, some other West Unsold Junior quotes. There was another one that stood out to me about Johnny Davis, but before we do uh, get into that, today's episode is brought to you by DoorDash. Missing the syrup for your pancakes, or just ran out of your favorite coffee creamer? With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can get what you want right when you need it. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last minute cravings conveniently. You trusted DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to a $20 $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONNBA at checkout. 
Limited time offer. Terms apply. That's 50% off up to $20. No minimum subtotal and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code LOCKEDONNBA. Don't forget that's code LOCKEDONNBA for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. All right, so um, we're going to talk about the Wizards playing faster, but the answer to me that I wanted to bring up about, about Johnny as well, uh, somebody asked him about Johnny Davis and his playing time. Will he be a rotation player? And uh-huh. then West Elmsford Jr. kind of didn't really give a concrete answer. He said he won't put an expectation in writing for Johnny Davis to be in the rotation. So that kind of stood out to me too, is that, you know, he couldn't even just say straight up that Johnny's going to be a rotation player. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he just said, I don't want to put an expectation on it. And that's kind of telling too that he he just – he he will play Shamet. He'll he 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 may play Jordan Poole, of course, 40 minutes, and then Shamet may get 20 20 minutes behind him and Tyus and Delon. So I mean it's just Wes. <laughs> Wes being Wes. Yeah, I mean, I it's definitely telling though. I mean, yeah, this is it for Johnny, man. You know, if he gets playing time, especially <laughs> after the deadline, and he does not play up to expectations, that's it, in my opinion, because there's no loyalty. Look, Bilal is their first pick for this front office so i mean denny he's he's playing for a contract i mean johnny he's playing for a role in his team and kisper i not you know kisper he kind of is what he is he's a shooter who can cut defensively he's not the most polished but yeah johnny man he, he built, you know when he gets minutes but even then like you said it, it was that's the way he said it, it was like man look Right. Is the brother gonna get some minutes, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just like, man, he ain't trying to commit to nothing, right? So, <laughs> so I mean, as far as Johnny Davis, man, we'll see before the deadline because you know, you know, Shemet's ahead of him, Kisper could be ahead of him, but after mm-hmm. the deadline, if he does not get significant minutes off the second unit, that could tell you all you need to know about his future in DC. Right. Yeah, the fact that he couldn't even say yes. I mean, come on, man, you can't even say that he's gonna be a rotation. <laughs> We're not asking you to say that he's gonna start. But yeah, can he at least be in the rotation? I mean, goodness. So yeah, so West West was definitely like, yeah, I, I'm ready for West. And I, I mean, we've been saying this all summer that we know West is going to go with the Vets. Yeah, that's just what he's shown. He's shown it the past couple of years, so it's not much of a surprise. Um, we're going to move on to the quote where he talked about the team playing faster. So that that is somewhat of a. I mean, they they say this every year. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts? I'm going to read it word for word here. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Josh Robbins from the athletic, he tweeted out. He said, Ask generally about the Wizards' new look roster. West Hansel Jr. said the team should have the ability to play faster this season and should have more shooting on the floor. What are your thoughts about this? Do you think this is something that West is actually going to make happen here, or the person, the players are just going to force it to happen? I think that it behooves him for the, <laughs> for the pace to be faster and three four shooting to be better. That was the two biggest issues last year outside of defense, especially transitional defense. Lord have mercy, but. Yeah, I think if that's DC basketball. I was thinking about it before the episode. That's D, I mean, John Wall, what do you do? We we pushed the pace. Mm-hmm. And we made the playoffs off of faster pace. You know, Russell Westbrook, you know, if you if you look at a career high for Bradley Bill, it came out of what? Playing next to Russ. You know, um, you know, you saw more out of Rui, you saw more out of Denny that I mean it's just I think that pushing the pace is definitely the best answer for getting the most out of his offense. You know, this whole bringing up, you know, the Spencer Dinwiddie offense where you bring it up and then you're trying to set up the offense. And then <laughs> before you know it's 16 seconds and it came off the clock and then it's hot potato. You know, nah, pushing the pace is something that I think is definitely desperately needed. Because look at it, look at the roster. You got guys who can run. Even Gaff. Gaff can run, man. You know, you can see them lobs off the transition. I mean, 
I think this offense is better suited with a faster pace. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, and you heard a lot of guys in the press conference at the end of the year saying that they wanted to push the pace. So this yeah. is something they've been saying. Is it something that is actually going to happen? Because Wes, he's a slow, methodical guy. He likes to take his time. He likes to take time with possessions and slow it down. So the personnel, Jordan Poole, if he's if he has the ball, like in Will Dawkins, they kind of saying they're kind of saying different things because Will Dawkins, it's not, when he talks about Blau, he wants Blau to play this year, yeah, in games, not the G League games. But yeah, and 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 Will Will Dawkins said yes, Jordan Poole is going to have the ball in his hands more. I think, you know, West doesn't really have a choice. Jordan Poole's going to have the ball in his hands because, you know, he's just going to be the best player on the court at times. So, yeah, I mean, it's something we'll see. And, and you brought up John Wall. They had no choice but to push the pace. When you have yeah. one of the fastest players in the game of yeah. basketball, John Wall, you just had no choice but to play to his strengths. And uh, we haven't had a guard in the last couple – since Russell Westbrook to really push the – Camonte Morris is a slow, steady Eddie guy. Spencer yeah. is – very slow, slow, steady Eddie guy. And you got a guy who Jordan Poole who's faster. Doesn't have this nearly the speed that John Wall had. Yeah. But you know, he's a guy that certainly is quicker and shiftier than Monte. And you know, I love DeLon, but he's you know, he's faster than DeLon and um with on offense and uh what's the other guy's name? Spencer Dinwiddie. So yeah, I mean they're definitely gonna push the pace. That's gonna be best for this team. It's a young running team, Gaffer's better women run. So yes, it would be in his best interest to uh push the pace. So but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. Uh, another quote that stood out, um, there was one about Denny, which was a, a positive tweet. Um, let me see if I can find it. There was, there was a couple of tweets that I that I like that stood out. Okay, so yeah, I found it. So he said that Denny looks strong. Uh, I think he had a tremendous summer as well. Uh, Josh Robbins also, also said he said there was some talk overseas a couple months ago that Denny – was dealing with a hip injury, and uh, West Hunter Jr. indicated now that Denny is set to participate fully in camp on Tuesday. What were your thoughts about that answer? Easy, man. No excuses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> excuses are done, man. You know, right. there's no excuse. Look, this is a contract here. The, the ball is in his court. He's get, You know, just talking to him improving offensively, this is the time to show it. So, you know, th- that's what rings to me, man. There's no excuses. Nobody's in front of him. You know, they're going to give him t- playing time. You know, he might start out at the wing. But I think I think what they're going to do this year, man, because I was thinking about, you know, between the battle between him and Kispert for who starts at the three, I think both of them could, you know, depending on the matchup, you know, you, you can see both of them start significant games at the three. But yeah, Denny, man, you, no excuses. This year is a contract year. Mm-hmm. You know, if he doesn't perform, he does, if he does not play at expectations, that's on him because there's nobody in front of him again. Can't use that excuse. Um, you know, they gave him this, the, the offseason to get right, to work on his game. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. no excuses. <laughs> right. Yeah, and and another thing I'll say about Bilal, too, is that you got to look at how he jumped onto the scene. Like, he didn't really get up on draft boards until late in the draft process yeah. when they when he got into play. And he's so young. Um, I think he's, like, the second youngest player in the draft or something yeah. like that. So he, he's so young. He's still growing. He's growing to his body. So, you know, he's going to have some awkward games here and there, some awkward shooting games. So I, I don't think the G League is just the worst thing in the world for him uh, yeah. at this point. So, um, but, yeah, the Denny comment, yeah, it's put up or shut up for him. He's healthy. No excuses coming in. He was injured last year or, or hurt a little bit and uh, had to battle through that. So he's fully healthy. He, he did what the coaching staff and the GM in the front office asked him to do. So kudos to him for that. And uh, he's been training and working hard. So he, he has he – has, 
I've never questioned his work ethic. He's a super hard worker. Yeah. He'll work out after the game. He'll get shots up after the games. And we've seen him on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff like that, and posting him himself working out. So uh, I, I've never questioned his work ethic. Uh, but let me see if there's any other cho- – oh, this is about the roster since they have about 15, 17 guys on the roster. Um, where is that? Do you have that quote up? Because I'm looking for it. I know I got it, but I oh, – okay, uh, I found it. Okay. Oh, so, yeah, Josh Robbins, once again, he said, the Wizards will need to reduce their conventional roster from 17 players to 15 players before the start of the regular season. So how does Wes Unso Jr. plan to go about that? He answered, quote, I think just healthy competition will give everybody an opportunity. Uh, what are your thoughts about that answer? Love it, man. Love it. One battle I'm looking for, man, is the obvious one. Kispert and Denny. I want to see them hustle. I want to see them earn that spot. Mm-hmm. I want to see what they can do, man. You know, training camp preseason, I want to see them battle. But, you know, what, I'm trying to think what other battles because, you know, with the veteran expirings, and it's, it's tough to see other battles. But overall, you want to see a competitiveness from everybody. You know, you want the people to earn their spots, especially on, you know, you can say there, there are guaranteed spots, but look, you know, <laughs> a lot of people showcasing. This is a young team. This is a rebuilding team, especially these young guys that weren't drafted underneath this front office. They need to work their butt off because, look, they have no loyalty. They're going to flip people. They're going to try to get as many picks and young pieces mm-hmm. as they can. So, yeah, Denny and Kispert is the battle I'm looking forward to, man. I want to see, you know, the best man win the small forward position. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, with the 15, 17 – with the 17 guys, they got to break it down to 15. You got Xavier Cooks. You got Anthony Gill. What's going to happen <laughs> with those guys? I mean, you brought in Todd Gibson, so one of those guys is certainly not going to make the roster. Yeah. Uh, Jared Butler, two-way player. He'll probably be on the G League team. Ryan Rollins most likely will be, you know, bouncing around from the G League to the roster – to the regular roster as well. Uh, so the guys really that are looking on the outside, on the outside looking in is probably Gill and Xavier Cooks. Yeah. Uh, at this point, even though I know Wes really, really likes <laughs> Anthony Gill a lot. Um, and Tommy Shepard signed Xavier Cook. So they have no loyalty to him either. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about that Denny versus Corey matchup. That certainly is the biggest battle, but we'll, we'll certainly talk about that and break, and break that down. So um, is there any other quotes that stood out to you? Nah, man, that is pretty much the meat of potatoes of the press conference. Those, you know, mm-hmm. I thought those were the core ones because. It really tells you where he's at as far as his game plan and, you know. But, you know, you brought up Xavier Cooks and Gill, man. Wouldn't that be like the most underwhelming battle ever? <laughs> You're going to take turns diving on the court. like. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll see, man. You know, like I said, um, this season is all going is pretty much two phases, before the deadline and after the deadline. So it's going to be a lot of hard decisions need to be made by this front office. But I got confidence in the front office, man, so I think we'll be all right. Yeah, um, and we'll see. The preseason games will pre will be big as as uh, they do play an NBL team, which which uh, Xavier Cooks did play for as well. Um, and then one last thing, until said about Jordan Poole since he arrived, there's a level of maturity for a 24 year old Wiseman on his years, ready to step into a leadership role. Guys really gravitate towards him, so uh, nothing but good things for uh, that I've heard about Jordan Poole so far about his leadership. Yeah, leadership. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's done all the right things coming in here, man. You know, he seems like, you know, he's he's hungry. He's ready to light this league on fire, man. So I've seen all the good things from Jordan Poole, man, especially going back to the Draymond Green, you know, not saying nothing, not clapping back. 
you know, he's he's taking the grown man's approach to coming to DC, man. So I'm very excited to see what he can do on the court and off the court, man. You know, we that's another thing we don't talk about is that we have a rich tradition of, of players who do a lot with the community, man. So I, I like to see, you know, either Kyle Kuzma or Jordan Poole, because I think Poole's gonna be here for a while. Pick up the mantle, man, from Bill, you know, mm. and see what he does off the court too. So I'm I'm excited for the future of DC for Jordan Poole. Yes, sir. All right, we're gonna wrap it up here, guys. We just want to make sure you guys have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Uh, we'll see what the commanders do this weekend. It's an uphill <laughs> battle, but they do have a better matchup against the Bears. So I'm excited for Thursday uh, night football next week. I'm just gonna look past the game on Sunday, honestly. Uh, but yeah, we just want to thank you guys for watching and uh, making us your first listen every day. Make sure you guys subscribe, hit the notification bell, and uh, check us out next week. It's I think Media Day. I gotta I gotta, I gotta check when Media Day is, but that will probably be doing training camp battle season previews and and uh, media day since it is getting very close to the first preseason game. Hell to the Wizards. Peace.